Welcome to the Dating Essential Podcast with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we discuss dating, relationships, and also we answer your questions. Yes, life and relationships are a business transaction. Have you ever picked up a book on relationships? I'm sure if you are in business, you read lots of newspapers, you attend seminars, you read books to improve your business skills. What about your relationship skills? Do you think that you know just intuitively how to be a good partner, how to listen? Is that big spark sexual attraction enough to sustain that relationship? Is enough to call the so-called I'm in love to sustain that relationship? Hollywood and some of the romantic novels imaginary books are so distorted from reality and people read it like the harlequin romances and they even believe in it yes it's great to have imagination but can you sustain those happy thoughts and create a happy life for how long you're going to be with your husband wife what does it mean for you happiness your partner agreeing with you complimenting you, doing everything that you demand of them. I have been talking about this issue for quite a long time in some of my other podcasts. How when you have a partner that agrees with you, does whatever you want, it gets boring, you get resentful towards them, and um, you, you lose respect, basically. So... Do you want to be a puppet or you want to have a relationship? How about a partner who has his her own personality and protects it? Can you live with that one? Can you live with someone who's going to tell you exactly how it is, exactly what is wrong in the relationship and going to ask you to sit down and let's talk? And he's not going to blame you, but it's going to take responsibility for his or her part. I'm putting these questions forward so you can think about it and don't go blindfolded in a relationship, but have your eyes open and yes, treat it as a transaction. Love grows when you care, when you are treated well and when your needs are met. I am not referring to a puppet needs, but your independent needs. So... Let me tell you what I mean by that. Let's say you like um, to go on a retreat, on a spiritual retreat, but your husband or your partner or your wife does not want to join you. It means that you have to give up on that trip or you can take something for you, just for you, and you come back a better person. If you are blackmailed in a way or you are... um, you are put down or dismissed or what you want. I don't think that relationship is going to last very long unless you give up and you give everything in and you just give up, basically. Be, be, uh, give up who you are as a person. So that's why I'm talking about business transactions because, yes, you meet and after you had that first meeting and that chemistry and tingling feeling and you say yes I like the person 
now it's time to put everything on the table. And what I mean by that, I have interviewed quite a few people and talked to quite a few people who think that, yes, relationships are not business transaction and you don't need to plan. You plan what kind of person you want and you plan your life. So yes, life and relationships are a business transaction. And I'm going to tell you why. Because that honeymoon phase is going to go away. What is going to sustain it, it's planning. So even before you get very deep into the relationship in one, two years from now, you decide that, oh my God, I don't like how he breathes. I don't like that he snores. I don't like that she's, uh, you, uh, she's always late because she has to have her makeup on. And little things, oh, why she's wearing high heels and I told her that I'm going to go on a hike. So those little things are going to create fiction. In a way to be able to, to have a relationship more smoothly going, it's to get, give yourself individually permission to be who you are, to do whatever pleases you and come together at the end of the day and the end of the week and talk about it. But before that, you have to have goals. And yes, you are not going to be the same with the person and it's fun when you have uh, somebody a little bit different like you. But can you imagine an introvert and an extrovert getting together? One likes to be out and be in the middle of, uh, of everything and, uh, and having everybody's attention. And the other person is more reclusive and really finds annoying to be outside, wants to stay home, maybe read a book, watch a movie, go for a walk. And then a lot of friction is going to come. But how about making a compromise, negotiate, because you have a plan and you put it on the table and you say, okay, and I have been talking about this and I'm going to repeat it in this, in this context, business context. Now I know that I want a house, I want kids, I want to travel, and I want to improve. I like this, this, and this. And the other person comes to the table and says, Yum, I want the same things. I want to have a house. I want to have kids. I want to travel. But I would like to have my own space and my, um, at my own time. I'm going to need to get away. Maybe I go fishing. Maybe I'm going to go uh, camping. But I need that time to ground myself of who I am so I can come back as a better person and I can appreciate you more because you're letting me be who I am. That's the biggest gift you can give someone. Here comes something else I have talk, uh, talked about and that's intimacy, that's the trust. How much you trust the person, how much you trust yourself to be able to do all these things. And now we are getting into the confidence. And I used to say, and I'm still saying confidence is sexy. And confidence is not that confidence that is like, I know who I am, I'm the best, I'm this, I'm that. But confidence in you and your partner. And confidence that 
you can overcome everything together. But in, for that, you have to talk. You negotiate, especially when you have kids. They are the best negotiators. They're going to ask you at least a dozen times, if not more, why not? Sometimes people, they just give in, parents give in, and we forget as grown-ups how important that part is. So let's say one of the people in the couple wants to do something and the other does not. How you negotiate, what you say, I'm going to give you this if you give me that. And it's, it's a transaction. It's a total transaction. In the beginning, how many people sit down and talk about money? This is what I want to achieve. I want to have, like, maybe retire at 40 or 50. How can we achieve that together? If one of them loves to spend and buys all the expensive stuff and buys cars, always to be the first to have everything, you are not going to get to that point unless you already have money, you invest it properly, and um, I don't know, like $100,000 is a little pocket change for you, but very few people have that luxury. What about prenup? Isn't that a business transaction? You sign a form, you sign a contract that what is mine, yeah, a part is going to be yours, but you are not going to take me to the cleaners, right? So, yes, you negotiate. When you're going to buy a new car, you are not just going to show up with one and, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. It's good to have, for me, and I'm talking for my experience, a joint account when you pay all your bills and have your separate accounts when you can do something with it and you can make a decision how you're going to invest it or what, how you're going to handle it. It doesn't mean that it's a secret, that it means that you're going to sit down and still talk about things. Make a budget. So here it is. If you think that relationships are not, in life it's not a business transaction, prove me wrong. Even date nights, it takes planning. Kids, to take them to, to, to events or um, I don't know, if they have extracurriculum activities, then you're going to negotiate, okay, or you're going to set a plan. This week I'm taking care of the kids, next week you're going to drive them around. Or I, I can give you so many more examples. And I'm not talking about who's taking out the trash because it's irrelevant. But who's going to cook the meals? Are we going to have togetherness sometimes and we cook together and we're going to have fun we're going to experiment another thing as you read books for um for business and as i said they have you read any books about relationships about how to communicate because communication is the key there is an other side of that relationship and on that, I'm going to talk about in the weekend, I'm going to have a couple are putting together an intimacy workshop. It's going to be online, so it's very private. But porn does not teach you how to be intimate with someone. And 
most of the time people stray away because they are bored or they are not satisfied with the person and they cannot talk. And I'm talking again, intimacy, trust, communication. Lots of couples to overcome certain pauses in their lives. Very few people know what the other person likes, how you pay attention. So all this together, brought together, it makes a very interesting life if you, if you can take the time because relationships are work. You can, if you know how to agree to disagree, that's a good start because you don't have to have the same opinion as the other person and they don't have to have the, your opinion because you are different, you, you are an individual and if you are not grounded in yourself, who you are, you are not going to be able to do this. And I know that I have, I'm on Facebook and I see the comments and everybody is going with the crowd. If you step out of the crowd and you step out of what the rest of the people believe because they listen maybe to some different things that you are, but you have a different opinion, they are attacking you. And that's what happens in uh, relationships. Can you agree to disagree and not attack each other, but actually respect each other's opinions? And yeah, you like cherries, I like strawberries. What's wrong with that? Nobody's going to tell you how come you don't like cherries. It's, it's irrelevant. It's what you like. I hope this helps. And I'm going to have some in interesting interviews in the future. But I wanted you to think about this before you embark in a, in a committed relationship, before you commit yourself. But when you commit, you commit. As I said, the dirtiest word in English, it's not a four-letter word, but it's a ten-letter word called commitment, because very few people want to commit. Everything is disposable, and yep, now I'm here, tomorrow I'm there, this person has better life than the other one. It doesn't matter what pleases you, but make a choice, and make a conscious choice. So I leave you with this, and I, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Have questions, have, uh, have some comments. It's going to be my pleasure to answer it. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, there is no happiness without love. Love yourself, love your partner.